0: Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic practitioner, and embodiment educator. Your Capricorn season reading was recorded as part of the Embodied Astrology 2024 extended year ahead with astrology dates and timing for your sign. If what you hear in this season's episode resonates, you'll definitely want to check out your year ahead reading. These annual offerings are epic and the results of over two months of research and preparation with this year's astrology. They're ready for download now, and they include an hour-long intuitive divination and channeled reading for your sign, along with an additional overview exploring key dates and timing for 2024's astrology, with suggestions for working with this year's main themes, opportunities, and challenges through embodied energetic awareness practices. If you enjoy my monthly and annual readings, join me sometime in my weekly class, Somatic Space, where we attune with the astrological symbolism of the week ahead through guided meditation, visualization, and gentle and healing movement practices. We meet live on Zoom every Monday from 8 to 9:30 a.m. Pacific, and you can always tune in with the recordings if you can't attend live. For those of you interested in working more deeply with your own chart, learning to read charts for others. Or, if you're an astrologer interested in working with a somatic approach, you might be interested in my Foundations course, Your Chart is a Body. I'll be starting a new cohort in March with the Aries Season Equinox, and registration is opening soon. Check the show notes for more details on all of my offerings and upcoming events. You can find written transcripts of all of my Season Ahead horoscopes in Embodied Astrology's virtual membership community. When you become a member, you'll also get access to the Embodied Astrology blog, and an audio-video library of astrologically-themed embodiment practices and meditations. Your donations and memberships sustain these ongoing free offerings. If you would like to support this work, please make sure to follow, subscribe, and leave a great review. Follow the links in the show notes or go to embodiedastrology.com to make a one-time or recurring donation or to learn more about the different levels of Embodied Astrology membership. Thank you so much for your support. Now, Onto your Capricorn season horoscope. So, I'll release these horoscopes uh, probably near the Capricorn new moon on January 11th. And so, this is offered as a little bit of a retrospective or reflection back on Capricorn season that begins December 22nd uh 2023 with the solstice so the end of 2023 is um for, for in in my consciousness is a period of time in which leadership and power and authority are really changing And they are changing in no small part because the ways that they are being embodied currently are not working. And on a global political level, um, for me, this feels really clear. (laughs) On December 26, 2023, I feel um, personally a, a sense of, I don't know where we need to go next, but we cannot keep doing the same thing. And I am willing to risk what's familiar um, because if I don't risk what's familiar, it's going to be risked anyway. There's so much at risk of being lost, so much that has already been lost. Um, There's no point in continuing to do the same old, same old. We have to try something else, something different. The day after the solstice, Mercury forms its inferior conjunction with the sun Um, on December 22nd. And the inferior conjunction, or Kazemi, which is a really fun word, um, is when Mercury is said to be, or any planet um, that's Kazemi, is said to be in the heart of the sun, directly aligning with the sun and becoming infused by solar presence. Mercury is retrograde on the solstice, and immediately after the Uh, inferior conjunction retrocesses back into Sagittarius, where Mercury will station direct the first day of 2024. Uh, Jupiter, the ruler of Sagittarius, is also retrograde um, with the solstice and will station direct on the 30th, so right before we enter into the new year. And this gives the last week and a half of the year a sense of anticipation uh, and I think for many people, frustration, slowdown, blockages, um, again, this feeling of things need to change, and they feel cumbersome, they feel tiring. Um, there's, there are arguments that are happening, or stuck sensations. Um, and then as we move out of 2023 and into 2024, uh, that starts to shift. Now, I'm recording for you, as I mentioned in the beginning of part one, um, on the day of the Cancer full moon. This is Tuesday, December 26th, and this is a full moon that coincides with the station direct of Chiron and Aries, and when I tune in with Cancer as an energetic, it feels like the end of the year for many of you is, uh, you know... I think maybe some of you are able to really feel the promises of this time more than others, but this feels like a time when what is calling you forward, and again, this sense of um, possibility modeling and leadership that I talked about in your overview, is really becoming more clear. And I feel you settling into a sense of purposefulness and this sense of purposefulness may uh, also easily coincide and co- coexist with frustrations and blockages and tension. Um, but it feels to me like you have your eye on the future, and you are in a position of strategizing and restructuring and reformulating in order to work more efficiently and effectively. In the direction that you want to be working towards. Um, this is a great time for a lot of you to be doing uh, kind of mundane chore work in any areas of your life that allow you to uh, feel more effective and functional. This is a time to clear things out, to clean things up, to let go uh, of what isn't working I want to say specifically that there are some ideas here around duty, responsibility, and obligation. And my feeling is that they are more ideas than they are facts. And it is worthwhile taking a good look at what fills your schedule up. And on a day-to-day level, how are you being occupied by what isn't actually important to you or necessary for you to be committed to? How can you let go of the ideas about what you ought to be doing shoulds? The word should is always a good indicator of shame, you know, or some kind of entanglement that may not be actually necessary? Um, how can you let go of what is filling your time and attention uh, with what you with what clutters, with what you don't need, with what you don't want? And my feeling for you is that the end of the year is kind of provoking you to clear out more mental space, more conceptual space, more breathing space for your own energy. Um, I think a lot of you are headed into 2024 with the idea of Uh, your own growth really first and forefront in your consciousness. And this looks like new systems, new strategies, new schedules. It looks like really incorporating and embodying certain kinds of outlooks in the ways that you are living so that you can live more in alignment with uh, your values, with your desires, and with your orientations for where you want to go. Um, In the 2024 overview, I had a lot to say about spirituality and path and a sense of um, faith that I think a lot of you are really working with right now and cultivating and is very important to you. And so I also want to say that uh, the end of 2023 movement into 2024 um, feels like a really deep time, and this is a time that could very could be very well spent in devotion, uh, with prayer, with any kinds of practices that help you commune and attune with the subtle and the numinous and the divine. So we enter into 2024 with some significant station direct. Vibes. Jupiter is stationing direct in Taurus on December 30th, and Mercury is stationing direct in Sagittarius on January 1st. This in your chart is a lot of energy for forward movement. I think many of you have some big plans, and you are looking at the future and you are preparing for what you are going to be doing. In your overview, I talked about how the first couple weeks of the year are a period of time where the past has a strong pull. And I'm going to say that until January 20th, um, as wonderful and exciting as a lot of your future plans are and your ideas about where you're going are, um, it is essential that during this time, you stay really attuned to the ways that familiarity and habit and pattern will pull you to the past. This is especially true when it comes to relationships and relational agreements and contracts. Now the patterns that you are working to transform and uh, shift in your relationships and contracts are of the subtle and somatic kind before they are of the logistic variety. So before you sign on the dotted line, something is happening for you internally and how you are positioning yourself in relationship with others has everything to do with how you are positioned internally with yourself. In the first couple of weeks of January, you have a lot of support to clear uh, out the old patterns, especially around January 11th, Capricorn new moon, but the pull of the past is strong. And so the feeling that I'm getting when it comes to the pull of the past um, the first feeling that comes in has to do with conflict. What happens for you? What happens in your body when conflict is present? Now, in your overview, I talked about the importance uh, this year of really cultivating a sense of uh, greater distance and capacity for observation and a a willingness to not take things as personally. So I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that I think that a lot of cancers um, take conflict very personally and that there is an ask, there's an invitation right now in your chart to not necessarily disengage from the conflict, not avoid it, But on a psychic, psychological, and somatic level, to be able energetically to kind of draw a circle around a situation and step outside of it and consider it from a space of more distance. And in this space of distance, to get really curious about what you do. And the doing is the important part here, the action is the important part. And it might not be conflict. It could be uh, exuberant romance. It could be um, commitment. It could be all kinds of things. Uh, But I'm asking you to be aware of how do you mobilize? How do you go into action? And a lot of times, actions are reactions. What is happening in your relational sphere In Capricorn season, especially as we get into January, um, feels like it has a lot of possibility to do new things, but also a lot of possibility to do the old things again. And you want to do the new thing. And the new thing is about changing your actions, reactions, and behaviors. And the change happens when you. Are attuned to the subtlety of what is occurring for you somatically. Somatic awareness is body awareness and it's deep body awareness. It is the awareness of the interplay between mind, emotions, and physical sensations. Uh, It's an expansion of that awareness that can move into the interpersonal and also into the shared energetic, and that includes the collective and the spiritual realms. Somatically, what happens to you in your relationships in general? That could be a point of meditation for Capricorn season. And then get really curious about situations on repeat, Where do you find yourself doing the same things again and again? And if the same things are working for you and they feel good, excellent. If the same things are starting to feel boring or frustrating, or if you are completely fed up, then we need to look at what's happening internally. And I'm really curious about your relationship to your own power I'm really curious about your relationship to conflict and also your relationship to desire. How do you orient in your actions? How do you put yourself out to other people in order to get your needs met? If conflict is present, what happens in your body when you think you're about to fight? And then what happens inside of the argument itself? Where does your body go? What does your body do? It is extremely informative and so helpful to explore these sensations uh, outside of an actual conflict. And this is where spiritual practice and meditative practice can be invaluable. Mm-hmm. If you enjoyed this Season Ahead reading and found it supportive, make sure to purchase and download your 2024 Year Ahead reading now. My Year Ahead readings are deep dives into the details of the year, special for your sign, with a focus on making the most of the opportunities and meeting the challenges with skill and grace. You'll get a big picture overview that spans the year, connecting 2024 to the past and the future, and providing a larger context than my monthly readings can get into. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. If you accept the suggestion or invitation, um, I would recommend doing a very basic meditation uh, with any kinds of relational situations that are ripe for transformation in your life and you know what they are. So the meditation is simple. Start off and give yourself a couple of minutes just to arrive, to get present, be with your breath. Counting your breath is a method of self-hypnosis and it can open up deeper energetic realms of release and integration. And so you might try uh, exhaling as long as you can, counting how long that exhale takes you, and then matching your inhalations and breathing rhythmically for several minutes. Same length inhales, same length exhales. Some people also find that retention, holding their breath in or out at the top or bottom of the inhale-exhale is really powerful. Don't do anything that stresses your body out. You can reduce the length of time that you hold your breath or that you breathe or whatever uh, to allow your system to find a, a calm rhythm. And center your mind in some way. If your mind is going a lot of places, you know, gently call it back and start to get curious about sensations in your body. Um, Move your bodily awareness to your inner body and just greet your body. Say hello to the inside of your body. Try and feel the internal cavity and container, your organs, the substance, the stuff that's there. Once you feel like you are centered, you're kind of in a calm space, and do whatever helps you. Some people like music. Some people focus on a flame. Um, you know, some people recite mantras or things like that. Once you feel like you're in a place that you are centered and calm, then call to mind the relational situation that is ripe for transformation let it come into your consciousness through memories, through images, through imagination and fantasy, Um, call it up. And then get really curious about what's happening energetically in your inner body. And that's the work. This is the work right here. It's so simple. It's so profound. Uh, It can be challenging to focus and to remain focused, especially if charged content is present. And so if you're thinking about like that same situation with your parent, you know, that's been happening now for 45 years and there's that much charge there, you have to work with discernment. Keep calling yourself back to not go into the mental space because you're not trying to just sit there and fantasize about the argument or whatever the situation is. You're trying to do the work of alchemical inner body change. And how you want to do that is by really noticing what sensations are emerging and what is your body doing, and then what do those sensations want to do as action. Example. I might imagine right, getting into the same thing that I always get into with that particular person in my life, and I'm noticing oh, this sensation is coming up in my guts. They're starting to feel really tight and really tense. And now I'm cluing in to the emotional conditioning and foundations of the ways that I get really defensive. And when I get my hackles up, who do I get defensive? I don't want to hear about it, right? I might push it away. I might feel really confrontational. What happens for me when I get defensive? What happens to my countenance? What do my eyes do? How does my language uh, get get formed in my head? And then how does it emit through my voice? What behaviors emerge? Who do I become? What's my vibe? What's my energy? What is logical to me in that space? I wanna take some time to really notice and observe what is happening. Then, distancing, right? This is part of what I was talking about in your overview. Step outside of that and observe it. Look at it. Where does this go if it is uninhibited? If this energetic pattern is allowed to play out, what's probably going to happen? You already know. It's happened a million times before. Then, imagination. Where would I like it to go? what do I want to feel or experience that's new? And in order for me to feel or experience what's new, uh, what has to change internally? And this is where we go back and forth between the future and the present. So if I'm imagining, oh, in the future, I want to feel, you know, available in this situation to have a conversation that doesn't Result in me feeling really defensive and shut down because that I know we're going to get into a fight. You know, and blah, blah blah It's happened a million times. I want to be clear in my boundaries, but also soft in my heart. You know, if that's my personal goal, then I'm going to really feel that in myself and imagine that state. Or I might imagine, you know, in the future of this situation, how it's going to feel between us, what we're going to be doing, what kinds of conversations we're able to have, and then I'm going to ask into my own body what needs to happen in order for me to do this and the other part of that question is what thwarts me what gets in my way that i'm already doing and in that way i become more observant and attuned to the energetic and somatic patterns that underlie my actions and behaviors and reactions and language etc and that's the level where I want to change and transform. On January 19th and 20th, we have a remarkable situation happening astrologically, uh, which is that the sun is making its last conjunction to the outer planet Pluto in Capricorn. Now, in your overview, I um, talked quite a bit about a 15-year period that you have been in. And this being a period of a dark night of the soul uh, for you when it comes to your relationships and experience with relationship. I was talking about Pluto and Capricorn. Pluto entered Capricorn in 2008. And in 2023, it made a kind of brief ingress into Aquarius uh, just for a couple of months between March and June um, before moving back into Capricorn. And in 2024, it will make its final transition, it will have a retrograde, um, and it will dip back into the last degree of Capricorn um, in September, October, and November. But then by November, it's going to be on its way out and into Aquarius for the next 20 years. But as we begin the year, Pluto is in Capricorn, and the Sun is in Capricorn, and we will have the last... Uh, solar conjunction with Pluto. Um, And over the last 15 years, every time it's Capricorn season, that's what we're getting is sun sun Pluto energy. So this is the last one. And when we're working with Pluto, we are working with, first of all, an outer planet um, that has Over 200 year long orbit around the sun, so a kind of orbital period that's much longer than any of our lifespans. And the amount of time that it spends in a single time is in a single sign is very significant. Um, So when we're working with Pluto, we are working with immense life processes and collective processes. Uh, Pluto is related with the underworld and with processes of. Uh, underworld experience. A huge key word for Pluto is power. And so in the overview, when you heard me talking so much about power and how you're working with power, I was directly referencing Pluto. Capricorn is your opposite sign and it holds the solar seventh house for the cancer charts or cancer solar charts, um, which is the house of the other. It is the primary axis of foundational relationship. You are not alone, right? It could be groups of people. It could be one person, but you are not alone. You're in relationship. And how you navigate relationship has been transforming so deeply since Pluto went into Capricorn. And so this last solar conjunction on uh, January 19th or 20th, depending on your time zone, as we build towards it, this is a period of intensification and bringing into consciousness the patterns that are ready to be transformed. Over the course of the year, in May, Pluto will station retrograde. It will re-enter Capricorn beginning of September. We're going to have a full moon Right at the end of Cancer season on July 21st, that also really resonates with this degree. So you're not quite out of the woods. You're not totally done with Pluto's process with you yet, but you are so close to done. And as I talked about in your overview, this year is a year of a lot of tests, significant tests. And how you want to work with these tests is by building your somatic capacity, your agility and uh, ability to transform internally uh, and in this way become more powerful um, and integrated in your own agency and empowerment in the realm of relationships. So as we build towards January 20th, which is also the first day of Aquarius season, as we move through Capricorn season and especially Uh, the month of January, from the 1st through the 20th, your patterns in relationship are rapidly, remarkably, maybe changing. Rapidly, remarkably, maybe changing. They are intensifying, they are coming up for full view, and they absolutely will change when you bring attention to them. And if this attention is not about uh, taking other people personally or getting involved in fights that have you abandoning yourself or telling stories about who other people are or spinning out on shit you can't control, if you allow these patterns of relationship to take you deeply inside your own experience to track and discern your familiar uh, holding patterns, right? Like what are the things that I always do? Where do I get in my own way? Where, where does my fear block me? Where does my desire, you know, continue to compel me in ways that don't lead me to the right places? Go into the situations that are familiar. You know what they are. Meditate with them and do the work internally to transform them. This work wouldn't exist without a team. Ashgood is our website manager. Alicia Mauji is our community coordinator. Ariana Sears-Putowski prepares and edits transcripts of these readings. Gabs 404 is our visual creative director. Joe Stewart is our office coordinator. And Vera Lumi composed and created this music. Thank you so much for listening. We're wishing you all the best in the season ahead.